0: What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another fucking episode of Brutally Fucking Unfiltered. Okay, for starters, hi. I know I've been gone for, like, a fat minute. Honestly, I'm just really trying to up the pod and, like, obviously the audio and the quality And I'm also trying to, you know, get us on social media and popping off on like TikTok and Instagram. So it's just taken me like a sec to figure that shit out because honestly, technology is so hard. And the amount of recordings I've deleted is just insane. But this is our first visual episode so i'm so fucking excited but literally you guys i'm staring directly at a ring light i don't even fucking know what the view looks like because i can't see the viewfinder because it's so freaking bright but um i'm really excited i'm nervous just because again i'm recording myself so i just like don't know what this looks like i don't know if it looks terrible or like shit but um i am so hyped for what is to come for bu I'm really excited, I hope you guys are too, I've been grinding, and also, I went back to school, so these past two weeks I've been in school, so that's also kind of made it a little bit harder because now I'm working, I have school, and I have the pod, so it's just like a lot for like someone taking a full course load, Um, I just kind of like figuring out how to schedule my life and like plan the pod and everything is just kind of a lot, but I'm not complaining at all. I'm super grateful to be in a position to obviously do this. But um, yeah, let me give you a debrief on school. It's fucking whack, okay? I'm over this. Um, it's just weird because like obviously none of my friends are there. Well, my friends are there, but like most of my friends have already graduated and a lot of them have moved to different cities and are pursuing either like jobs in their career field or like Still going to school and doing a bunch of stuff like that, so it's just like interesting, like that we're all kind of no longer in the same boat, like we kind of are, but we really aren't because we're all kind of doing our own thing. Um, but yeah, so it's just weird because obviously, like, I'm kind of like experiencing this on my own, if that makes sense, like going back to school and stuff, or like specifically to my college. Obviously, my friends are still going to school, that's not what I'm trying to say, but. I just mean it's weird. It's a different dynamic, you know? Because I'm just trying to get to my classes and dip out. But I will say the only plus is my all-guy finance class. (laughs) So hopefully I can find a husband, guys, get cuffed up to a finance bro, and then I'll have my life secured and I can be a stay-at-home milf. Um, But, yeah, so that's basically what's been going on the past two weeks in my life. I have just been trying to kind of situate my life there's been a lot of changes in my personal life as well um just like with work and stuff which I just feel like recently there's been a lot shifting in my life in general just like on a personal level, on like uh like work and social life level, just like a lot of new things coming into my life, like experiences, people, and just stuff like that. And I'm super grateful, obviously, but it's just like a lot to kind of take in, and I feel like overwhelmed and underwhelmed just because like I'm the type of person that like I like going out, I like having a good time, but to my core, I'm like an introvert. I truly am, like I am a homebody um but i think like in a way i've sort of like tried to overcompensate for all the years that i was like a homebody not by choice because obviously my parents were like super strict So like in the past couple of years that I've had a little bit more freedom, I feel like I've really tried to overcompensate for all the time that I didn't have. So now I'm just like, holy shit, like, can I just slow down and like chill out? I don't have to go out every weekend. And but yeah, it's been cool. It's been nice. Honestly, I'm just kind of like taking it all in and trusting that like the universe will provide and just kind of going with the flow. But anyways, back to the regular fucking program and enough about me um I hope you shitheads have had a good two week break because I'm back with the bullshit questions and the extreme answers because it's fun and I like it so we're kicking off the pod by telling you guys what the fuck my biggest offense is okay I didn't discover this until like I knew about this a couple months ago but then it like reoccurred it happened to me again and I was like No, this is genuinely, like, if you want to piss me the fuck off and, like, offend me in the same, like, span of 30 seconds, this is what needs to happen. I get so triggered when an unattractive man approaches me. Someone that I perceive as not attractive, I get so triggered when they come up to me. And I know that sounds superficial and maybe, like, I'm stroking my own dick and being like, oh, Jessica, like, you're not even that fucking hot. Like, what are you even talking about? Listen, bitch, it's not even about being hot. It's just, like, an ego thing. Like, I just don't understand. Like, when a guy comes up to you in his little fucking pea-sized brain, he thinks he has a shot. Whether it's slim to none, he still thinks he has a shot. Like, he could possibly score. So I just think that's weird and, like, irks me and rubs me the wrong way because I'm like, wait, so you thought if you came over here and, like, said your one-liner chatted me up a little bit that it could possibly actually go somewhere like it could possibly actually talk to you like what the fuck no and so then it just offends me because then in my head that translates to them thinking we're on the same level and we're not on the fucking same level honestly I just like can't deal with men like they're so hot and fun but like they're not you know <laughs> so when they're not hot I'm like why the fuck are you even near me? You know, like, why are you invading my space, you weirdo? You sicko. And that made me also think about how, like, when a guy does something, it's only considered weird or not weird based on how attractive he is. Hear me the fuck out. Because if a guy is ugly or unattractive to you based on your perception of beauty or whatever the fuck, to be politically correct here if he's not attractive to you and he does something, you're not going to say, like, oh, yeah, whatever. You're just going to be like, what a fucking weirdo. Like, what a creep. Like, if he, like, does some, I don't know, I'm trying to think of, like, what a guy can do. If he, like, I don't know. I don't fuck. Oh, 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 okay. He's walking by and he like grabs you by like the waist to like move you. If he's ugly, you're going to be like, what the fuck weird ass hoe? Like, why are you touching me? Like, you're going to be ready to throw hands. At least I would. But if he's attractive, you're going to be like, wait, that was kind of hot. That was kind of, that was kind of good. And it just made me have like this crazy epiphany because I was like, oh my fucking God, we're all are pieces of shit because it's so true. Like, a guy does something and you will either categorize it as weird or not weird and, like, permissible based on how attractive he is. Like, if the guy's not attractive to you, whatever the fuck he does is going to be weird by default. And if he's attractive, you're going to let that shit slide because he's fucking attractive. Which is not okay, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not fucking saying it's okay. I'm just saying that's how it is, you know? Um, But I just think it's funny. And then, like, it's just weird, you know, that... it works like that but I've just I guess I've been on this like ugly man train because well not that I've been on ugly well I guess that's up that's up for debate (laughs) I've had my moments but I just mean like I've been on this train of like just like being like damn like it's just there's a surplus of men who may not be attractive to you right like the pool of people that you find attractive is always going to be much smaller just because obviously not everyone looks the fucking same And it made me realize, like, the bulletproof plan, the key to not being fucking caught up on a guy or catching feelings is to fuck with an ugly guy. You want to know how to not catch fucking feelings? Fuck with an ugly guy. And that sounds rude. It really does. But when you fuck with an ugly guy, first of all, ego boost because you're already automatically hotter than them. Two you're not really going to give a fuck about, like, what you're looking like. Like, you are out of that man's league or that person's league. So it's not like you're going to be that fucking concerned with what you look like or, like, if you guys are, like, getting down and crazy in the bedroom. You're not going to be, like, tripping balls about, like, if you look good or if your angles are right. Like, you're not going to give a fuck. You're just going to get in there to get what you need and get the fuck out. Also, I feel like when you fuck with an ugly guy, like, You don't really want to be messing with him in public you know like you can't be caught up in daylight hours with the man you know so i feel like it's a bulletproof plan because like you don't want to be seen in public with him you're not concerned with what you look like you like you can just do whatever the fuck you want because at the end of the day he's a mid and you can just drop him and just move on to the next mid man or find someone that's actually on your fucking level and also, I feel like when a guy is not that attractive, the only possible, like, flaw to the plan is that he could have a good personality. But that's when you remind yourself this man is just a bestie. Like, he's not the fucking shit. He's not the tits. And he just doesn't, he, he doesn't pull. Like, he, the fact that he even pulled you is insane. So I just feel like after many years of being fucking stupid and just like also this is like a joke but not actually a joke because I feel like every time like I've messed with an ugly man it's like embarrassing I don't even I'm just like ew like I cannot believe I did that but then it's usually because of their personality that I'm even like yeah okay whatever so I just feel like you know when a man's not attractive there's less pressure less like burden on your end to like meet a standard or an expectation like you can do whatever the fuck you want you can ghost him leave him undelivered reply three days later like be dry as fuck do whatever you want live your best life and like not worry about like him because at the end of the day if he does ghost you or like fucking dip out he was ugly so who gives a shit like he fumbled not you also I feel like recently I was talking to one of my really good friends and we were just talking about this like situation that she was going through with this guy and um obviously he was attractive which is fine but turns out he's a fucking lame and it just made me realize like I feel like a lot of times like girls we as women just like fucking forget that like we should ask ourselves, like, does he like me, or does he just want to fuck me? Like, we just assume, like, any interest shown by a man has something to do with, like, liking us, and obviously some girls aren't like that. Some girls don't assume that just because a man is interested in them that he likes them, but for the most part, I feel like most of the girls I know, like, if a guy is showing interest in them, they assume that either he's, like, interested in seeing them, talking to them, hanging out with them, whatever the case is, but, babe, I hate to be the bearer of bad fucking news but you need to ask yourself does this man like me or does he just want to fuck me because there is no nicer man than a man who has not fucked you and wants to fuck you and that is a statement I will live by and die by because it's facts like a guy is going to be so fucking nice to you bust out the red carpet like do the whole shebang if he hasn't fucked you and wants to hit and thinks he could have a chance if he plays his cards right like if a guy meets you and he wants to smash like he's gonna be nice he's gonna fucking talk to you at parties or at functions when he sees you or like hit you up every now and then but it's like at the end of the day does he like you or does he want to fuck you and the thing is people want to act like, they don't know, like, they can't tell, but the thing is, like, you're just overcompensating for the fact that, like, he just doesn't like you, and he does just want to fuck you, because I think a lot of times, like, we mislabel it as, like, oh, like, guys, like, he's just being slow, like, he's just taking his time figuring out what he wants, like, he maybe wants to date me, maybe doesn't want to date me, like, who are you lying to but yourself, like, men, maybe shit at a lot of things but I feel like guys know what they want or don't want and guys know if they want to date a girl or don't want to date a girl and yeah sure they might not know that the exact moment that they fucking meet you but for the most part they know it pretty early on like I could bet a guy knows like if he wants to date a girl or like take her seriously maybe like two three weeks into meeting her I really do do not think it takes longer than that especially if you guys are like talking on a consistent basis like you're gonna tell me this man needs six months of like fucking you and snapping you to like decide if he actually wants to date you and like you and be exclusive with you and only see you like that's stupid that's just not no like no that's not it and the thing is like another thing I feel like I've kind of realized over like the course of like the past couple years Is just realizing that, like, a guy who genuinely likes you and is, like, interested in you and getting to know you and taking you seriously is not going to be trying to fuck, like, 30 seconds after meeting you or already, like, being hella forward with, like, sexual advances or, like, stuff like that when they first meet you. Like, he's not going to be trying to hold your hand, kiss you or, like, feel up on you or, like, make out with you or just, like, do more stuff if he actually likes you obviously if a guy likes you he's gonna want to do those things I'm not saying he doesn't but he's gonna have enough self-control to not just like fuck it up all in one whim because obviously if a guy likes you he's not trying to turn you off by being like all up on your dick trying to bang on the first night like that's just not it and like I said if a guy really likes you he's gonna be interested in more than just that and be willing to have self-control and wait to have smush time if that means like getting to know you and I feel like a lot of times we want to pretend like oh no like he just needs time like you know but babe maybe he just doesn't like you that much maybe he just wants to fuck and that's not on you that's not your fucking fault and you don't have to tolerate that if you don't want to but we also have to be realistic with ourselves and give ourselves a little reality check because like like I said there's no nicer guy that than a guy who hasn't fucked you like the nicest men I've ever met are the men that are trying to get in my pants or like the nicest men that my friends like talk about are the men that want to get in their pants or like want to continue to be in their pants you know what I mean so it's just like at the end of the day if that's what you want go for it but if you are in this delusional goo goo gaga land that like you think it's gonna go somewhere then like maybe you just need to check yourself and be like does this guy actually like me or does he just want to fuck me there's no right answer there's only the answer which is either he likes you or he wants to fuck you and then you have to do with that answer what you want to do if you just want to fuck just fuck I don't give a shit like just be safe bestie but like if you want more than that then you gotta have a little reality check and realize that like this dude's pulling out all the stops because he wants to bang you know and eventually like is either going to bang or not bang and then just leave because he can't so I just feel like that's been another thing too that I just kind of like reality check because I feel like that's what just happened to me like I thought this um person like fucked with me like on a platonic level like friend to friend but then turns out he was just trying to smush so then I was like oh yikes and I confused his like actions as him being like oh like I fuck with you heavy like hang out vibes you know so that was my epiphany conclusion I'm not really sure like how I got into that point but that is my fucking Jessica's lesson of the fucking week does he like you or does he just want to fuck you bitch I hope it's the like you because I feel like most girls are disappointed when it's just the fuck you part. But if that's your vibe, that's your vibe. You know, I'm not judging. Pop off. And if you don't fucking believe me and this theory and this logic, because every theory I put out on this pod and every theory I've ever said are theories that I, like, will say with my whole fucking chest. Like, I could put my limb out on the line. But if you don't believe me, watch Jersey Shore, the um, Miami season I think it's like season three season two the last couple of episodes Vinny and Polly the men who be smushing left and right like that entire show they like start like taking these two like well they each like in total two Vinny takes one girl and Polly takes one girl like at the end of the Miami season really seriously and they say it themselves like yeah, like, she's hot, like, she's cute, like, I want to bang, but I'm not going to try and bang because, like, this is not that type of girl, you know, so it's, like, whether we want to admit it or not, men do categorize us, and that doesn't, I'm not saying it makes it right, I'm not saying it's okay, and I'm not saying that that's what you are, I'm just saying in their pea-sized head, like, they either like you or they want to fuck you, and depending on that is how they're going to act, you know, So then you figure out what it is that they're doing and act accordingly. You know, don't overplay your fucking role. If you don't want to fuck him, don't fuck him. And if you don't like him, you don't like him. Like, I don't know. Figure your shit out and move forward. That's what I did. That's what we all need to do. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah then also you guys so I recently this question wow it really perplexed my mind no I'm fucking kidding well it did a little bit because honestly I still don't even know what my actual answer is I feel like I could be persuaded either way but not really and that question is is it cheating if your significant other watches Pornhub while you guys are together or just porn in general And I had talked about this with a couple of girlfriends, like, what was it? Like, oh my gosh, this was like weeks ago. Um, We were driving out to LA and we were just like talking about it. And of course, I like asked everyone and it was just kind of like a mixture of like, they do think it's cheating and some people don't think it's cheating. And obviously, like the logic or reasoning or justification as to why I was cheating is because it's like, They have me, like, as their girlfriend, which I understand that perspective. Like, yeah, like, they, you know, obviously could just wait until you want to bang. But the thing is, I just – I don't know if it's just, like, I make everything too deep and, like, a lot more, like – complex than it needs to be and I'm not trying to like stroke my own dick right now and be like oh I'm so deep I'm like fucking so far that out no but um I just feel like okay porn is just a really like hard thing to kind of like label as cheating in my opinion just because like okay guys are exposed to like well just in general you know porn is just so accessible to individuals like you could be five and google that obviously that's not normal and not typical but specifically at least from guys I've talked to and like from my I've heard is their experience is like they're exposed to porn at such a young age you know and so like you know they start beating their meat and watching that kind of like content and um material like at such a young age that obviously over the years like there's a desensitization to it in itself like porn and there's been so many studies talking about how like it warps like their mind and like their perception of like what sex is and what sex is supposed to be and honestly that's a whole different other thing but I think there's like a lot of validity in the fact that like because it's something that they've been exposed to at such an early young age it almost kind of comes like Becomes like habitual in a sense, like it's just out of habit that they watch it. And I'm not trying to say I'm justifying it because I do think porn can have like watching porn can have a negative impact um, on you and just like your dopamine levels and serotonin levels and like the way your brain works and also your perception of like sex and the way it's supposed to be and what's like healthy sex and what's not. Um, but because it's like so normalized to like watch it from such a a young age and be exposed to it so often and so frequently and just like beating their meat in general so normal I feel like I can't like find it I can't I don't want to label it as cheating because I don't think it's like coming from um like an infidelity sort of perspective like I don't think they're trying to be I don't think if my partner was watching or if I caught my partner watching porn I don't think they're trying to be like unfaithful to me or like cheat on me I think it would be different if it's like oh I see them and they're looking up like blonde blue-eyed like girls on Pornhub because then it's like I am not blonde or blue-eyed so then I'd feel like I would kind of fucking like bug out a little because I'd be like that girl looks nothing like me and you're like getting off to that so like then I feel like that'd be an issue but for the most part I feel like I couldn't find that as cheating because like I I just feel like it's so like integrated in their lives again I'm not justifying it or saying it's a good thing but because it's so integrated I feel like it's almost like unfair for me to say like this thing that you've been like watching and that has been a part of your life for like blank amount of years and like your routine or like your sexual like comfort zone is wrong or like unhealthy or like cheating I just feel like to me that's like kind of an invasion like I don't know just because like you know I again I'm not saying I just think it's weird like everybody's different like you know I feel like also it's different because I feel like In my opinion, I feel like guys watch porn more than girls do. At least from my inner circle and from what I know. I could be totally wrong. Maybe you watch porn a lot. I don't know. And you're a girl. But I just feel like it's different. And also, I just feel like it's different because I, in my opinion, I feel like I use my thoughts and my imagination more than i do like a visualized aspect and just porn in general i just don't personally like find it like a vibe it's not it's not my personal preference so i just feel like in that sense for me it's not my go-to it's not my method um but Also, I feel like I never really realized, like, guys don't really use their imagination like that. Like, guys aren't out here, like, thinking of scenarios and thinking of thoughts. Like, I was a WAPAD bitch. Like, I was, like, 12, 13 reading, like, fanfic, erotica, like, and just, like, in general, just, like, weird-ass books that, like, I probably shouldn't have been reading. But it just, like, exposed me to a different kind of, like, aspect to my, like, sexuality or, like sex in general just because it's like it's a verbalization of what is like physically happening so instead of like visually seeing something I'm reading something and then visualizing it in my own way which would be totally different from someone who reads the same exact thing and visualizes it completely differently and I guess I just never really thought about the fact that like guys don't really do that and again I could be totally wrong but from my perspective from my experience from what I know guys don't really like use their imagination to like imagine sex or like ref- like i don't know like pull from previous scenarios like to get off like they just watch porn get off and then it's like done you know um and also i think there's just like so many aspects to it because like like i said like i'm more of an imagine imaginer imaginee like i don't know i just use my thoughts in my own head but then also when i do that it's not like i'm intentionally like being like oh yeah like fuck Like, if I was dating someone, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, fuck my partner. Like, I'm thinking about someone else. Or, like, I'm doing it in a way where it's, like, my partner doesn't get me off. Like, it's just, like, you know, it's, like, maintaining that healthy, like, self kind of, like, sex relationship. Where, like, you know, masturbating and, like, getting off is, like, supposed to be, like, an individual thing, right? So, it's just, like, for me, if that's what, like... If that's what does it for my partner, I just feel like, in my opinion, I don't want to label it as cheating unless it's, like, disrespectful. Like I said, if he's, like, looking up girls that look nothing like me, then I might be, like, hey, like, that's kind of weird. Um, because, like, I'm supposed to be physically attractive to my boyfriend, so, like, why is he looking up girls that look nothing like me? And especially to, like, beat his meat That's a little suspect. Um, but yeah, and just also, like, I don't know, like, what if I'm out of town or just, like, I don't know, I just can't bang him, I can't smush, like, I I don't want him to, like, not be able to, like, it's just, like, a natural desire and a natural need, and I'm not gonna, like, impede him in the same way that I wouldn't want him to be, like, yeah, you can't finger yourself, like, I don't know, or just, like, something outlandish like that, in my opinion, it just, to me, it sounds wild to, like, tell someone that they can't watch it, like, you know, do you, as long as it's, like, not weird or excessive or, like, unhealthy where it's, like, you don't even want to bang me anymore, then by all means, like, pop off, like, watch as much as you want to watch, like, I don't care, (laughs) but I guess, like, people do have differing opinions, and I know, like, some girls do find it, like, kind of, like, like I said, like, in the car, like, there were some of my friends that do think it's cheating, and, wouldn't want their boyfriend to do that because they want their boyfriend to like get off to them only like a picture of them or at home video or whatever the fuck um but I just feel like I'm I'm a very like versatile person and so like I understand like at some point like sex can get redundant you know especially if it's with the same person so if like for them porn is fun and you know gets them a good time that's fine do you but like you know there's also going to be other ways to like spice up the bedroom life so if it's coming from that kind of perspective then I definitely would offer like up like other options like I wouldn't just say like I'd want porn to be the only way like my boyfriend has a more exciting sex life obviously like I'd want us to engage in that together and like have a conversation about that that's like a whole ass other topic but the point is Boundaries are important. My boundaries are different than someone else's boundaries. Obviously, I was in a car full of five girls and we all had different perspectives. We all had different boundaries because we've all had different experiences. We all have different beliefs or, like, thought processes. So, at the end of the day, there is no, like, right or wrong answer. I think you just need to have open, honest communication in general in a relationship, but especially when it comes to, like, sex and stuff like that. So, I feel like as long as you're being honest and open with your partner and, like, communicating... There shouldn't be an issue, you know. Just do you and do what makes you happy and comfortable. I don't know. <laughs> um, but I know I was earlier talking about like just going back to school and how it's like a weird vibe just because like obviously my friends are doing their own thing and I'm kind of doing my own thing, but at the same time we're still all kind of in the same boat, but not really. Because some of us are jumping off ship and jumping off into smaller, different mini boats. um. But it just, like, made me think. Like, these past couple of weeks, I feel like a big thing, like, a really big, like, affirmation or, like, statement I've been constantly saying to myself is the universe always provides. And I heard it on this, like, YouTube girl's um, like, I don't, she doesn't have a podcast, but it's, like, she just uploads videos. It's her, like, username or, like, um, channel name is The Wizard Liz. She's really, really amazing. Like, I definitely recommend, like, if you have the time to, like, watch a video or, like, so, like, follow her TikTok or something, definitely do that. I feel like she has a lot of um, really dope things to say, and she's just very blunt and honest. Um, But, yeah, she brought up that phrase, like, the universe always provides and it just kind of like stuck with me after I watched that and it's just like been something like I've been like repeating in my mind um and it just kind of made me think like when I was planning what I wanted to talk about on this podcast there were just like a lot of different things I I think like my mind has felt so chaotic and just like the energy in my life has felt so chaotic yet so peaceful at the same time because of that mindset of like the universe always provides because like I'm saying like a lot has been changing in my life and I know I haven't maybe talked about all of it or talked about it to the fullest extent on the pod just because like I you know because everything's changing like it could change at any second so I'm just kind of like letting everything settle down and like once everything does like I will give you guys the 411 on what my life is looking like but it's just been so crazy and like chaotic and just like being in this like boat alone not alone you know because obviously like I'm not alone but it's just felt like very like not isolating but just weird because I'm like damn like am I even in the right position am I doing the right thing and just kind of like honing in on that like the universe provides statement affirmation whatever you want to call it it's just realizing that like yeah there can be like a lot of chaos going on around you or a lot of like uncertainty or a lot of just like question marks whether that's in like your work life your personal life your social life like your relationships your friendships um, your school life academic life like your future your dreams your goals like whatever the case is but there's still like a lot of peace in knowing that at the end of the day like what's meant for you is gonna find you like you don't chase you attract and I never realized like how firmly maybe unconsciously I was like perpetuating that like mindset because um You know, like I always joke about being like a finesser, right? And like saying how like I love finessing and like I just, you know, do my best to really take as much from the world as I can. Um, but with that kind of like persona under my belt, the reason I'm able to finesse the way I have or like done some of the things I've been able to do is because when I finesse, there's like this like mindset like switch, right? And it's this mentality of like everything I desire I get, right? Like there is no effort needed on my end. Like everything I want is already coming to me. Like I want to get into that table. We're going to get into that table. Like I'm just going to aura and like energetically like put out that energy and it's going to come right back to me, which like I didn't, like I said, I didn't realize I was doing it until like There was just because so many things were changing, there was just a lot of uncertainty. And like instead of like jumping into fear and like insecurity and just like projecting like the internal feelings of like the unknown, I just really was like, okay, like a lot is changing and I cannot control that. I can either choose to perpetuate my fears into my everyday life Or just trust that, like, I don't chase, I attract, and like what's meant for me is gonna find me, and I don't have to stress or trip about like what is for me, you know? And so, like, with that mindset, like, everything just kind of like things falling apart are really just things falling into place, right? And so, in that chaos, like, it was just like the universe aligning things in my life the way they needed to be in order to put me in the position that I am today which is then going to put me in the position that I need to be in tomorrow, you know? And it just made me kind of realize that, like, I Don't Chase, I Attract is such a strong and empowering, like, way of life a statement. It's such an empowering, like, thought process that I just kind of wanted to talk about that this week and just kind of, like, really, like, break down just like how important it is to live life within a magnetic energy that draws what you want in rather than trying to chase whatever it is you want and I don't want that to get confused in the sense that like you can't chase your dreams can't chase your ambitions like you can't grind to get the things that you want that's not what I'm saying at all at all like you should be actively working towards your goals towards your dreams towards your aspirations towards the things you want like I'm not negating that at all um because obviously you can't just like sit around and expect things to happen to you like you also have to like actively like put action into the universe that's energetically like putting out that energy that you want whatever it is that you want whether that's a relationship a new job um, new friendships or like a new chapter in your life or whatever the case is, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to attract. Um, and so I feel like realizing that like there's a lot more power in attracting than there is in chasing is like really reassuring. But yeah, I just feel like a lot of times like we want something so bad, whether that's like I said, a job, a friendship, a relationship. Um, whether it's like, whatever it is, you know, you can chase anything in life. You can chase a lifestyle. You can chase a dream career. You could chase a dream school. You could chase a guy, a girl. You could chase a friendship. You could chase literally anything. And I feel like sometimes like, you know, when you're chasing after something so heavily, like, the logical, like, just logical basis of that means, like, whatever it is you're chasing is essentially running away from you, because in order to be chasing it, it has to be, like, going away, right? And so when you're, like, proactively, like, chasing something because, like, deep down, like, you're thinking with a mindset of scarcity or, like, thinking, like, I'm not going to get this or, like, this isn't just going to naturally flow to me, in a sense you're kind of like pushing whatever it is you're chasing further and further away and like another thing I've also noticed like in general when I like chase after something that like you know I'm chasing in a way that's like not healthy and natural that isn't me just actively trying to let the universe know what I want I feel like sometimes I get so caught up in the chase that like I forget what it is I'm chasing or like I chase so much that like I don't take like a moment to take a step back and realize like wait do I even fucking want this like at this point I'm just chasing to chase like I don't even know if I actually still want this thing or this person or whatever it is and like you know like getting caught up in the chase can like really like cloud your judgment it can cloud your judgment in the sense that like I said like you don't even realize if whatever it is you're chasing is still what you want or if it's still what's meant for you and in a way you get so caught up you kind of like miss out on like what's like naturally being drawn to you because you're so like perplexed and like so heavily like focused on that one thing that it is that you want that you like don't don't really take the time to notice who is what's naturally being drawn to you. And on top of that, you're trying to overcompensate for the fact that like you're not getting whatever it is you're chasing, right? And I feel like when we chase after things that like aren't just naturally coming to us, a lot of times that like causes a lot of like negative like self feelings because then you think like you're the issue. I feel like every time I've chased after something that hasn't just like naturally come to me with time or like hasn't eventually like, you know, been something like I've captured, I always think like maybe like there's something wrong with me or like why is it that someone else is able to do it or like achieve that but I can't and then just becomes like this totally like negative experience, right? Whereas when you chase something, I mean, when you don't chase something because you know you're going to naturally attract it and you know it's what's meant for you and you know it's going to find you, it's become such a positive experience of just trusting divine timing and trusting and knowing that like what is for you is never going to escape you, not in this lifetime or the next. And I feel like for so many things and just different aspects of my life I've obviously experienced being the chaser right and being the chaser kind of fucking sucks because it's like you're chasing after this thing whether it's a person you know or like an ambition a goal whatever the case is something whatever it is you're chasing like it just sucks because you're just like damn like how much longer before I get whatever it is I want and then sometimes even when you do get get whatever it is that you wanted like I said like you got so caught up in the chase that once you get it it's like not satisfying it's not rewarding it's not fulfilling in any way it's just kind of like oh finally for fuck's sake like I've been wanting this so bad for so long and I feel like this is I feel like it it can this concept can expand in so many different ways first of all when you're chasing a goal or ambition or dream or lifestyle something like that, like, and it's just not for you, like I said, it's one, very discouraging because then you're just like, I really wanted that that job straight out of school. I really, really wanted to work for that company. I really, really wanted this. Or I really wanted to have this sponsorship or this brand deal by blank date, or I really wanted to hit this many followers by blank date, or I really wanted to have this much money like accumulated or this much financial stability by this age and it's like when you have these goals or like certain things that you're chasing um you're in a sense like trying to force them into your life you're trying to force something that is not necessarily not meant for you but just maybe not in that moment you know and there's a reason for that but when you get so caught up in the chase like you're just so infatuated with like getting it that you like don't take the time to like consider that like maybe there's something better in store and that's why you're not getting whatever it is you're chasing but then also in a relationship like friendship perspective I feel like the I don't chase I attract can have such a negative connotation just because like a lot of times like relationships can like unintentionally become like a power dynamic you know and in those cases you don't want to be the chaser you want to be the chasey right but not because you want to trust that the universe is going to like give you what's meant for you and stuff like that like you want to be the chaser because you want to have the ego like boost and the external validation of knowing you're being desired and like sought after by someone right whereas like the chasey is like the loser like the person that's waiting on the other individual to either respond to their text to give them attention to validate them and to like make them feel like what they're chasing after is worthwhile right so as the chasee, you are playing into the power dynamic by being the one that's in control right because you're the one that grand scheme of things has the control in the relationship because you're the one that like is being depended on in the sense that like when you reply you know that's when things go or like when you want to hang out like that's when you're going to hang out Whereas, like, being the chasey in a relationship is, like, the shit end of the power dynamic. Like, you're the one that's always waiting on the other person. You're the one that's always, like, depending on the other person for that sort of, like, like I said, like, validation and, like, redeeming of, like, whatever it is you're doing. However it is that you're, quote-unquote, chasing them. Whether that's, like, spamming them, blowing up their phone, or constantly, like, trying to, like, show interest in them. And at the end of the day, like, it's the same as the goals and all that stuff like maybe the reason you're chasing this person not only like I said are they running away from you because in order to chase something they have to be running away or it has to be running away from you it's like aside from the fact that this person is clearly not interested enough to like mutually like show that same energy and chase you back as well it's like They're just proving my point even more. Like, you get so caught up in the chase that, like, yeah, sure, maybe you chase this person and you finally bag them, you finally end up dating them. Like, you might realize in that moment, like, holy shit, like, I don't even want to be with this person. Like, what the fuck was I, like, doing all of this craziness for? Or, like, what was I doing the most for in the grand scheme like it wasn't worth it because I don't even want to be for this be with this person and this whole time you're chasing like you could have been missing out on people who are naturally being drawn to you or naturally like meant to be a part of your life that were going to reciprocate that energy and match that vibe and that's what it is at the end of the day I don't chase, I attract is not about just like sitting nonchalantly. It's about having that energy naturally matched because like, you know that what you're exuding is going to come back to you. So whether that's like in a relationship, like vibe or like, uh, like social work, like achievement goal vibe at the end of the day it's not that you can't desire it it's not that you have to act like oh i don't want a job at google or i don't want to be a billionaire like i don't want to do this like i'm just gonna attract it like no it is about like having that innate desire to want that and just like like putting that energy and that thing out there but it's also having that internal understanding and internal peace that you know that because this is something you want and that you're energetically putting it out there that the universe will deliver you know but that doesn't mean it's going to deliver on your timeline or when you want or in the way you expect it to be it could be exactly when and how you want it to be or or it might be completely different but at the end of the day. Chasing is, like I said, you trying to force it to happen now a certain way or to happen with a certain person or just have things be a certain way and attracting is not that it's simply like I said having the peace of mind of knowing that it will come so regardless of what you do or don't do it's not going to change the outcome because the outcome has already been set and that is everything you desire you get so just trusting that it's going to come to you is more than sufficient to attract it and like At the end of the day, relationship wise, like and friendship wise, like if you have to chase someone or prove to someone that like you are worth time and like energy and validation and like having like that same energy matched and reciprocated, then like maybe they're not very deserving of you or of a relationship with you because if they can't recognize your worth and value and they need to be chased and boggled down whether that's like I said like blowing up their phone or constantly showing interest in them for them to even slightly like bat their eyes at you then it's like do you really want to be in a relationship with someone who doesn't want to like match your energy who doesn't want to validate you as much as you want to validate them like in the grand scheme of things like you're always going to be chasing in that relationship even after if you do end up like being in a relationship with them or being in a friendship with them like you're always going to be in deeper than they are because at the end of the day they're going to think you're more on their dick than you are and that's just like not how it should be when someone's like meant to be in your life or friendship is meant for you it's going to naturally happen like think about like genuinely 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 ask yourself like what have been the best experiences in your life, what have been the best people in your life, it's always, or relationships, the best people, the best relationships in your life are always the people that come into your life naturally, unexpectedly. Like, people say it all the time, and I mean, I hope you can agree because I genuinely think, like, it's true, but The best relationships and friendships come from like the people that you least expect it, like the people that just kind of like pop up into your life and it just naturally like clicks like automatically and it just happens. The best experiences, the best opportunities, the best like moments of life are always the most unexpected. They're not the ones that you plan out like minute by minute. And it's not the five year long plan. It's just the things that naturally flow to you. It's the things that happen and you think, damn, I'm so lucky. Like, I can't believe this happened. Like, no, it's not fucking luck. Like you attracted that, you know, and it was meant for you. That's why it found you. Like it came to you naturally. And I think like sometimes I feel like, for me personally, and maybe you can relate to this, or maybe you don't, and that's totally fine, but I think a lot of times, like, there has been this sort of, like, internal self-validation and self-victory from chasing things, especially when I do end up sort of, like, capturing them in the sense that, like, you know, there's this, like, understanding that, like, good things don't come easy, right? That's like a common thing that people always say. Like, if you're going through a hard time or a shitty, like, moment in life, people always say, hey, good things don't come easy, like, you know? And so it's like having that warped perception that, like, you know, the best things in life and the things that matter the most and the things that I should feel most accomplished about are the things that I had to, like, bust my ass for. A lot of times like for me I think have like caused a gray area when I'm like trying to force something into my life by chasing after it when it's not meant to be in my life because in my head I'm like trying to convince myself that like oh yeah it's definitely meant for me like um, that's for me and I'm just not working hard enough, like, I just need to work harder, and then it's going to happen for me, and then whenever it does happen, even if in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't worth it, or it's not what I ended up wanting it to be, or I'm just like, damn, that wasn't, like, it at all, in the moment, sometimes it's just like, okay, that was worth it, because, like, I have this, like, warped perception that, like, if something is not, like, chased after, if it doesn't require my, like, crazy, like, extraneous, like, sweat and work, then it's, like, not I didn't earn it and I journaled about this a really really long time ago but it was just like this concept of like constantly feeling like I chase things like not just like in a sense of like relationships and friendships but just in general in life like certain things that I want um and just even I guess in all aspects like yeah relationships or friendships like however you want to label it and like social like work like personal life like I was just like journaling about how like You know, sometimes I just find myself so caught up, like, chasing after so many things, and it's, like, I just want to be chased for once, like, not necessarily by another person, but just, like, have whatever it is I want chase me, and it's, like, and then I was writing about how, like, maybe it's because deep down I feel like I am not worthy or deserving of being chased by whatever it is I desire, whether that's a person or a job or an experience or a thing, um... And, like, I'm unintentionally trying to overcompensate for my sort of, like, insecurity of not feeling worthy by chasing after that thing and sort of, like, forcing it to happen. And so I just feel like because of that orbed perception, like, I for so long was, like, no, like, I have to chase after it because it's never going to come to me. And then just, like, recently, like, these – I would say, like, the past year for sure, I've been, like, definitely putting – having, letting this mindset kind of like take over like all aspects of my life and just kind of like really like allowing myself to kind of just chill out and just like let life take its course and let what's meant to be be. And honestly... Obviously, it was really hard at first, and it's still hard at times to just, like, not, like, put myself in a position where I know I'm trying to force something, whether that's, like I said, a relationship, a friendship, a job, an opportunity, or an experience, and just kind of, like, understanding that, like, if it's meant for me, it's going to happen, and, like, nothing I do or don't do is going to take that away from me, and just, like, realizing that, like, what I desire, like, everything I desire I'm going to get, right, but desires change and just because five years ago i had a desire that by the time i turned 21 i was going to do this or because two months ago i had a desire that i was going to do this like desires change energies change my fate my destiny and like what's meant for me changes in the same way that yours does too and so it's like what i'm attracting is constantly shifting on a day-to-day basis and so i can't be you know, flustered and upset when, like, I think what I'm supposed to be attracting hasn't been attracted into my life because then obviously it's not meant for me. And I feel like that has been, like, super reassuring just because, like, again, like, a lot of changes have been happening in my life. And then also I just feel like a lot of, like, there's been a lot of new chapters that have been opened in my life in different aspects of my life recently. And just kind of, like, navigating them is scary because obviously it's new. But I think understanding that, like, like I said, I'm not going to chase. I'm going to attract has like reassured me and brought me more peace of mind than chasing ever did. You know, the whole thing for me was like, Oh, if I chase, I have the peace of mind of knowing that I'm like consistently actively like pushing for that in my life. But in reality, I was just consistently actively pushing it away further and further from my life because I was trying to force it. And you know, at the end of the day, energy is energy. And like What's meant for you is meant for you. And you can't force what isn't going to happen, you know. If it's not meant to be for you, it's just not going to happen. That relationship's not going to happen. That job offer is never going to come. The house or that, like, place and city you wanted to move to is going to fall through. Um, That friendship is just not going to, you know, make it to whatever the case is. Like, just so many different things. Like, you know, when you, like hyper fixate on a certain thing and you allow that to like that hyper fixation to be the driving force for why you're chasing something you just get lost in the sauce like I was saying earlier like you just don't realize like how much like energy and time you're investing into something that genuinely isn't giving you anything back when you can be investing that into what is and will give back to you because it's naturally going to come to you and I just feel like not chasing and attracting is, like, such a universal statement that's so applicable. It's, like, everything in life. Like, everything and anything, like, like I said, relationship-wise. Like, if that person's meant for you, they're going to come back to you or they're going to find you. And you guys are mutually going to meet in the middle. It's not going to require you, like, doing all this crazy work and don't get me wrong I'm not saying chasing people a little bit is bad no like I understand like you have to put yourself out there you have to let them know you like them or whatever the case is you know shoot your shot but we're not playing overtime here we're just playing our four quarters and that's it and letting the rest flow like in the same way that yes a job a city a roommate whatever like that can be a really big desire you have um or you can really want to do something and just actively every day you know put that out there but you know not I think another big part of it too is kind of understanding that you can't be like tied down to that end end result like yes you can want to attract something but at the end of the day you have to understand like you can't be like it has to happen otherwise like I'm gonna be like triggered or like upset or like whatever like you just have to understand that When you don't chase, it's because you attract and you have to trust that whatever it is that you're attracting, even if it's not what you had in mind, it's what's meant for you. And I think that is very peaceful and reassuring because then you know like wherever you are, whatever moment you're in, Everything is exactly as it needs to be. The people who are in your life, the opportunities you have in front of you, the position you're in financially, the position you're in academically, the position you're in socially, like every aspect of your life is exactly as it should be. And I feel like that's really reassuring because then it's like you you cannot do no harm and no foul. Whereas like when I would chase god the fear that I felt of like fucking up and like ruining my chances of getting to whatever it was I was chasing was just like insane and honestly I was just probably being so overbearing on myself and just like ruining like I said you get so caught up in the chase like you ruin the experience of actually getting to what you want and you ruin the experience of realizing that like maybe that isn't what you want anymore it's like releasing that fear and just like really honing in on the tranquility and peace of knowing that you are exactly where you need to be because you attract everything that you need and everything that you desire is, like, such a, like, breath of fresh air. Like, I... Like I said, I've never, like, had so much, like, chaoticness in my life. Like, for the most part, I try and keep everything stable in my life just because I need some, like, you know, consistency. I need some, like, sort of, like, routine, some sort of pattern, you know, some way to navigate my life because life is already so crazy. And the times that I've been most organized and most plans are the times that I've felt the most, like, internal distress and internal discomfort and just like insecurity and fear and like unsureness just because e- because I had such a hyper fixation on planning and like making things be a certain way and having to like have whatever I'm chasing be captured by a certain point or make me feel a certain way like every aspect of my chase had so much pressure on what it was supposed to be you know and it's like that was like the worst time ever whereas like now even though there's been a lot of chaos a lot of uncertainty like I said a lot of like unknown factors a lot of things changing I've never felt so like peaceful and comfortable you know um just trusting that Things are being played out exactly the way the way they need to be played out because at the end of the day, life is just moves and counter moves, right? And so these moves and counter moves are being made to place me in the position that I need to be in in order to win the fucking game, you know? And yeah, like obviously, I have moments like any normal, natural human being where I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing? Like, am I really trusting that like everything is gonna play out the way it's supposed to? Am I really just not gonna like?" put my hand in the cookie jar and like try and make this happen like obviously it's hard because it's just like the natural human feeling to fear the unknown like it's just the natural human feeling to want to be in control to know what's going on and I think like I said that's why we chase a lot of the times not only to maybe fulfill some subconscious desire for validation and like Feeling like internally like we're doing something right but also just being in control when you chase you're dictating what moves you're making how you're making them when you're making them and for what reason you're making them and for what end result it is that you want but when you just learn to attract you kind of have to release that control you kind of have to say okay universe like this is what i want here are the keys drive the car I'm gonna sit in the passenger seat and have no idea where we're going like I could be telling you to turn right and you're gonna turn left and I have to trust that you're turning left because left is better than right you know and that's really scary because like like I said like at the end of the day like the feeling of power and being in control is nice it's reassuring it's kind of like a warm feeling of like I know where I'm headed, I know where I'm going, I know what's going on. And attracting is kind of like letting that go and trusting that like some superior, alter, like stronger force is kind of like taking the lead and taking the reins and that can be scary. But I think, like I said, I think it's essential in order to like really, really grasp like the best things of life and to really enjoy life. And so I think at the end of the day, like, honing in on the I don't chase, I attract mindset, perspective, way of life mentality is the best move you can make if you genuinely want everything that you desire. Because I feel like, yes, I'm not saying you can't work really hard and make it happen on your own, but I just feel like when you put yourself in a position where you feel like it's all you or nothing, you know, that can, like, set you up, again, like I've been saying, for a lot of disappointment, a lot of, like, discouragement, and a lot of, like, ill feelings. But when you put yourself in a position to really, like, just take life for what it is and just trust that in this one lifetime, everything is being played out the way it's supposed to and you're going to be exactly where you need to be, then I feel like that kind of, like, eases the pressure off, takes the weight off your shoulders, and kind of, like, gives you, like, your zest for life again because then it's, like, not everything has to be a fucking plan. Not everything has to have a play-by-play. It just is what it is, and it isn't what it isn't. Like, at the end of the day, it is what it is, and that's okay because it's what it's supposed to be. And, yeah, I feel like that's all I have to say. Like, at the end of the fucking day it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. And you can either take a deep breath and ease into that and really love it or not love it. You know, like, I don't know how else to put it. Like, you just have to trust and it's scary. But, um, that's just how it is and I don't want to end on this note so I'm going to tell you guys a little story time um which is that I've come to a new conclusion look at how sporadic I am it's the ADHD sorry guys um is the fact that men are fucking pussy clout chasers and I'm sick of this shit whoever's fucking listening to this if you're a man stopping such a pussy clout chaser I'm literally looking at the camera directly in the eye right now I am sick of this shit you guys There are no bigger clout chasers than men. Men always want to talk about how, like, girls be doing the most and, like, this and that and, like, whatever. But, honestly, I feel like guys are the biggest, like, like I said, pussy clout chasers. Like, they just want to be a girl so fucking bad. Like, I just think it's hilarious that, like, guys will hear from other guys, like, about a girl or like hear from their homie like yeah she's hot or she's bad or like you know like n- nobody can really pull her or like oh everyone can pull her i don't know just like any comment about a girl and a guy will literally just like talk to her try and get at her for clout whether that's clout that he hit clout that he like bagged her clout that he talked to her clout that he did anything like he, this man is getting clout from a girl and I feel like when I thought about that thought (laughs) that sounds so fucking stupid but when I thought that thought I literally took a step back and I was like holy fucking shit because it made me realize you guys most men derive their whole personality or their whole like reputation from being fucking pussy clout chasers and the reason i'm saying that is because like think about how many guys like you're like i don't know like he's like attractive or like he has like a reputation for being known like like he pulls bitches it's like bruh your whole fucking personality is from getting girls you are are a pussy clout chaser the way i said you right now it sounded like when snooki was like you are a fucking slut to sammy i'm sorry guys i've been re-watching jersey shore so it's just like the only thing that's running through my head but even just like and that's how this thought even came to mind is because i was watching jersey shore and it's just like mike honestly irks me because like You know he just wants male validation and obviously he's a changed man now i don't know him personally but it seems like he's a changed man now but he just wanted male validation so bad like throughout like most of the seasons that he would just clout chase from girls like so freaking much and it was just like it was embarrassing and i think like how many men i know like that especially just like in the college pool and like the greek life frat life pool that i was in and, like, realizing, like, dude, you want to be validated by a man so bad that you need to get clout from, like, being with bitches or, like, getting girls that, like, it's just, like, fucking hilarious. Like, you're a joke. Like, log on to fucking www.shoe.com, order your fucking size and clown shoes, put those bitches on, and walk around, because that's what you fucking are, a clown, for chasing after girls for, like, fucking clout. Like, I'm sorry. Like, maybe get a personality, maybe be fucking intelligent, like, I don't know, like, I just, like, I just feel like I've come to this conclusion, men don't have fucking game, they just don't, they don't have game, like, think it, think about it, like, a rapper, a D1 athlete, like, what is their game, that they are a rapper, that they are a D1 athlete, that they have pulled bitches, because they, are a D1 athlete and have pulled bitches, again, pussy clout chasers, we automatically are like, okay, I guess. Like, I'll talk to him. Because, let me tell you another reason why this thought process. Like, this is accumulation of so many thoughts becoming like a fucking, I guess this is a theory or a statement. I don't fucking know. But, the point is, men are pussy clout chasers. And, we went out to LA, right? And, we go in with a promoter to the club and, these guys, like, start talking to me and my friends, like, being like, hey, like, you're trying to get into the club, like, we can get you in, like, this nah, this and that. and we're just like, no, like, we're going in with our promoter, but thanks, though, you know, like, we weren't rude about it or anything like that. Anyways, turns out they were the fucking Chargers, like, Chargers, the football team, and not that there's any fucking other Chargers, I don't know why I said it like that, I'm just like, yeah, uh, whatever. Anyways. It's the Chargers football team, and so we were just like, oh shit, like, wait, that's kind of cool, like, we should go, like, fucking to their table at some point tonight, and so we're in the club. We end up being, like, seated right next to their table, so we're, like, on the table, like, across from them or, like, in front of them. They had no fucking girls. I cannot tell you how lame that table looked. It looked so so whack so whack first of all they were just standing there like noobs just like head bumping to the music you can't even dance jesus christ and they just had no bitches right and it's like bro if i played for the chargers if i had that much fucking money first of all i'd have a fucking personality second of all i'd have booze everywhere and i have girls throwing like fucking mad ass having a good time like living their best lives getting drunk off the booze that I'm buying for them like what and honestly I forgot they were even there because it looked like such a whack-ass time like we were having way more fun at our table just like dancing like in our girl group and it wasn't until I like literally I saw a bunch of like pretty girls that were just like looked like they were turning up and I was like I, that's the only reason I noticed their table and I was like oh my god that table looks so fun and then I was like who's there like whose table is that? Is like someone's birthday like what's the vibe and that's when I realized it was the Chargers table and I was like oh my fucking god like the men the Chargers players like they still looked lame they still looked like noobs but they only looked good because a bunch of bad bitties were near them and because there were a bunch of bad bitties there I was like wait I kind of want to be there too I kind of want to be vibing and dancing like what Right there. (laughs) And then I was like, oh my fucking God. These bitches have clout now because of pussy. I cannot deal. I'm sick of it. And then it just made me realize like the whole thing, like men just don't have game. Like their game is whatever title or clout that they have. They just don't have game. Like, I'm sorry, what are you doing on Snap at 2 a.m. is not having fucking game? Commenting on a bitch's picture, like some like funny shit is not having fucking game Harding a girl's story is not having fucking game texting her i saw you at the party after you didn't say hi at the party is not having fucking game telling your boy to tell her that you're feeling her is not having fucking game i'm sick of the bullshit i'm sick of these men like why are any of us down bad for any of these fuckers i guess i'm just really going on i hate men rampage right now but i am so sick like these shitheads don't have game and we're out like why are girls out here crying i don't get it like why why are we shitting crying and throwing up over men who don't have game but have d1 athlete in their bio or have fucking what else is like a thing i don't know they play for the NBA. <laughs> they have Lakers hearts in their bios. Like, I don't fucking know, you guys. But that's not having game. And I just want to end this podcast on the note of saying that men are just pussy clout chasers. And I'm sick of it. And I refuse to give any more men clout for my pussy. Not that I have that much clout. But the little bit of clout that I do have left, I'm not giving it up anymore. I don't fucking care. Um, yeah, I'm sick of the bullshit. I don't know if I have to drop an episode on how to have fucking game for dummies 101. Um, But quite frankly, you don't even deserve my help. Because you should know how to pull bitties by now. And it's just disappointing that this is where we are. And we have bitches like Andrew Tate telling men what women like and don't like. Like, I'm sorry. If you, you guys, another... See, now I'm, now I'm on a roll because the amount of men that I know, I'm sorry, the amount of bitch boys that I know that fucking follow Andrew Tate, literally fuck you. Why are you following a misogynistic ass, bald ass man who literally gets no pussy? I, I don't know who's giving it to him, but it, it it just, no, it's just not happening. I refuse to believe any girl would actually mac on that man and let alone sleep with that man. I wouldn't even smush if I was being paid like an extraneous amount of dollars. Like I'm sorry cut my vagina off. No I refuse. Like it's disgusting. And honestly I suck because I didn't even unfollow these people. I like should. I probably will. I should do that. I'm going to do that because Why the fuck do I want to follow someone who agrees with a disgusting man like that? And I don't give a shit if you're like, oh, it's satire. No, it's fucking not. I don't care. Like, or it's a pyramid scheme. It doesn't matter. Why are you giving him a following? Like, I think he got removed off of Instagram, so maybe it doesn't even matter anymore. But the point is, again, like, why does that bitch have clout? Like, I'm just sick of this. I'm sick of it. I hate it here. I'm moving to an alternate universe where men don't suck and only want to give me head (laughs) okay you guys that wraps up today's episode i hope it compensated for the two fucking week hiatus but just know you can't escape me now i am well organized i'm well equipped i'm well prepared i learned how to use this fucking software (laughs) that's hard as shit by the way i need to get me a little stem tech boyfriend um And a finance boyfriend from my finance class also. But, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed the pod. I hope it was silly, goofy, fun time um peep us on tiktok i'm going to link it in this um episode's description we're going to be popping off on that bitch make sure to follow on instagram at brutally unfiltered drop your questions drop your comments rate the fucking show you bitches i feel like you guys aren't rating the show and we need the fucking ratings you guys need to send this to your friends your grandma like tell your grandma like i'll put her on game like i'll put your grandpa on game like what do they want to hear like i've worked with old people let me know let me know um but yeah thanks for tuning in love you guys